0: Hi, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, The Joy of Junk Journals, where we talk about junk journals, paper crafting, life of a crafter, and answering your crafty questions. And today, I'm answering your crafty questions from YouTube. Um, We'll just jump right on in here, just so you know where we're all at. I'm on one couch, and Sunny is on the other. And... um, We're just kicking back a little bit after making a a ton of fundals, right, Sunny? Sunny pretty much escorts me when I walk back and forth making the fundals. Um, And uh, so we both get a good workout and it's kind of like I walk the dog, you know what I mean? So get a two-for-one special there, right, Sun Bun? And he's looking at me with those little cutie eyes. Let's jump right on into the questions. Mary Zan Warren asks, where do you buy an anchor?" And I think she's talking about a re oh, either she's talking about the ink pads themselves or maybe the dauber or possibly a re-anchor. So let me just I would say all of those things you can buy uh, from Amazon, from Etsy, from your local hobby lobby or Michaels or any type of arts and crafts stores. Um, But definitely you can just punch it into Google and Google will show you the many options you have for purchasing such said items. And remember too, you can also buy a lot of things used, especially, you know, if um, uh, price is an issue, then, you know, kind of consider that an option. It's a bit of hit or miss with ink pads. I would say that I've had pretty good luck buying old ink pads, but some were devoid of a lot of pigment and I just re-ink them with a an re anchor and they seem to work fine. Um, but in the long run, I really only use about, uh, let's see, black, brown, blue, green, pink are my primaries. And maybe if you want to throw red in there. Um, but most, I, I don't use red that much. When, when Pam, can we just have some frank honesty here? When was the last time you reached for? red inker i don't know i know i have used it i think there's one called uh red barn door or something like that rings a bell um i have used it but um not that much i have used it in a valentine uh junk journal before where i did a red it was a red and black journal for valentine's a while back and that was nice um but yeah i would say um you know depending on your circumstance and also you can do very well with just el cheapo ink pads maybe they're not the greatest color saturation may not be as deep they may dry out faster, but, you know, they will get the job done in a pinch. So never rule those out. You can get some really low-priced ones at Hobby Lobby. Hot and Hobby Lobby. Sorry, not Hobby Lobby. Um, Tuesday morning. If you have one of those close to you, check their craft aisle. They used to have um, uh, ink pads there for next to nothing. They were a really good deal. Um, not the longest-lasting ones, but, like I said, it'll get you through a, a pinch. And also, don't forget old makeup um, or... Um shoe polish if you're looking for a brown. I guess you could get it in other colors too, but I have happen to have some brown shoe polish. That will also work. Um so just, just think of your options. Think outside of the box. You never know what you're gonna come across out there in this grand world of opportunity and oysterage. Uh, Jessica Cook says, Do I win this week? Question mark. I think she's just wondering if she won the um I don't know. Did you see I don't remember your name coming up, but keep trying, Jessica. You never know this might be the next week might be your week. Um, Bernadette Gaspard Mills asks, Congratulations to the two winners. She said, I'm so happy for both of you. Mm -hmm. Pam, do you have a video on using packaging in a junk journal. Yes, I think I have quite a few of those actually. Um, I've used uh, boxes, like food boxes, cookie boxes. I have have used cookie boxes. I will admit that because I ate the cookies. I remember those boxes well. Frozen food boxes, um, Amazon packaging, junk mail, but lots of packaging. I mean, it's such a beautiful resource. Um, You probably won't find it by looking up packaging in my uh, on my main channel page where the little uh, magnifying glass icon is, that's the search field and if you put a word in there like cereal box you might find it food box you might find it what else, Would envelope because uh, some of the Amazon envelopes the padded envelopes, things like that might come up there cereal boxes would come up cereal box um, yeah I'm trying to think of what else would pull it up But, yeah, I mean, whatever comes through your front door, everything is a craft supply until proven otherwise. I heard somebody say once. Um, Oh, I forgot to heart these. Let me heart them. Okay, heart, heart, heart. Okay. Now we have uh, Lisa Ann says, whichever way you rub your stamp pad, that's how I'm doing it. (laughs) There I (laughs) Um, I I, Yes, rub your stamp pad any way you like. Um, They're your toys to play with. Uh, Jessica Page says, good morning, Pam. I have a question. Have you done eco-dyeing with leaves on papers? Uh, at the moment, I'm watching your video, um, beet juice, uh, do-it-yourself pink dye. Uh, thank you and have a great day. Um, yes, I have. And it's very fun and very re- rewarding. I'm trying to think, did I have a video on it? I must, I must have a video on it. Um, I would look up the word, isn't that terrible? I'm I'm, I'm asking you to look up the word, maybe I'll look it up for you, how about that? Um, Where do I gotta go to my videos? No, I need to go to my channel. See, I'm I'm trying to figure this out as if I'm you. Okay, I'm going to my channel link, my main channel page. I'm looking for the little, there it is, the little magnifying glass. I'm going to type in eco and see what comes up. Eco-printing, no, that's that's something else. That might not just be pulling the right name. I've definitely eco-dyed. If I find the video, or if I have not done a video, maybe I should do a video on that. But uh, basically, um, what helped enhance the shapes of the leaves I found is if you add a little bit of rit, dye the powder dye to dye fabrics um, I was I took what did I take I took some flower sack tea towels I got from Walmart I think yep yeah I did and I laid them out and I took some leaves I'm trying to remember exactly how I did this I laid them out I'm trying to remember if there's some kind of I got to look it up again there's there might be some type of mordant like alum or something like that that I put in the water to help pull the color out and put it into the fabric. I don't know, there was some kind of magic ingredient I remember, maybe there was vinegar involved, can't recall right now. It's been a while since I've done it. Um, I've done it with papers, like a stack of uh, watercolor paper and squashed them all together and bound them very tightly together with twine and wire and a couple of flat something or others to give it structure and submerged that in the water bath. And then I also did fabric rolls where I would roll the leaves up almost like a like a spiral sandwich, and put that in the water as tight as I could, binding it around like a little mummy, and then putting it in there and letting it boil and soak and simmer and all that for a while. Um, I have to look up how I did that again. Um, and I got some pretty good results. But then I decided to try it by sprinkling a little bit of Rit dye. I think I used a black or a charcoal, and that boom popped those leaf shapes. It just really looked amazing. So if you want some kick to it Um, try playing with those I've done it with black orange and I want to say purple at one time I can't remember but definitely black and orange and brown maybe um, with those RIT dyes and a little goes a long way with that so you don't need a lot of RIT dye just kind of know that and um, I don't really have a recipe for how much to use I just kind of felt my way through and also be very careful with the cleanup because it will dye anything that you're wearing, your countertops and stuff like that. I have white kitchen countertops and, um, you know, all this dyeing was, like, making me nervous and sweat. But everything came out okay, so it was all right. And I just made a pile of it, like a big mass-making episode um, or event in the house. Uh, so that I only had to pull out all that stuff once. And then I'd have a supply for a while. And I'm actually completely through that supply. I should make that again. That was fun. And it's a good time of year for leave. So, hey, maybe this can happen. Somebody write that down. Sunny, are you writing that down? No, he's sleeping on the couch. He's, he's completely uh, not helpful at the moment. <laughs> okay, so let's see, where are we going? Where's our questions? And they're here, okay. But that was a nice uh, walk back in time there with the eco-dying. Um, Amy Belcastro asks, how many journals do you work on at a time? My answer is one. I generally uh, work on one at a time. Um, I rarely have had, well, if I'm making a bunch of journals to sell the writing journals, then I will obviously work on more than one at a time. I'll go and make all the covers, and then I'll cut all the papers for the signatures, and then I'll insert the papers and all of them, and I'll do that like a factory style. But just in general, if I'm, I'm doing a, a big, chunky, monkey, unique decorated journal one at a time for me just works better because I can stay focused and actually make progress and get her done as opposed to bouncing back and forth. But I know a lot of people have, they're swamped with half done projects. And I would just say, go, give your, do yourself, a, I don't know, this isn't a rule. This is just a suggestion. Go through and knock those babies out so you can clear your deck and feel good about it and then you can move forward it's almost like they become little mini stumbling blocks if you get too many of them then you've and then there's a sense of guilt attached them to them like you should have spent more time with them it's almost like little children that you ignored and um uh, you feel bad every time you look at them it's like oh i really should complete that it's not done yet that kind of thing but i say cast all that off and um maybe just Make it a commitment to go and finish them. Just grab one and knock it out, and you'd be surprised how quickly you can actually get through it, wrap it up, and do all that sort of thing. Um, let's see. Next question: Paula Mora asks, "Hi Pam, do you remember when you made it, made it playing card, playing card? I believe. Okay, uh, cut in half, and there was something inside." I loved that project, but now I can't find it anywhere. I hope this jolts your memory. Um, I really want to do that project again. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. I think maybe. Let, mm, I don't. Know. I don't. Let me see if I can find out what that was called. Um, I think I know what you're talking about. I could. I could be wrong. I don't think it started with playing card though. Um, go to my channel and go to videos, and that'll put the latest. So you'll look actually at them in order. And where was that weird little thing? I remember it wasn't that long ago. Okay, I'm looking back. If I can't find it in 10 seconds, I'll, I'll, I'll give up. <laughs> but I'll do my best here. Let's see how I do it. Okay, so uh, who makes all these videos? some must be some crazy woman on YouTube making all these videos. Oh gosh, they're mine. Um, uh, no, not there. Is that it? Got index X patterns. No. Got playing cards? How to make an altered, how to make altered playing cards. Okay, there's one called, I don't know if this is the one. I don't think so, maybe. Got playing cards, how to make altered playing cards. That's what it's called that I see that was not that long ago, but that's not actually the one I was thinking of. It was that thing that you, you cut and slid it together. I know uh, that's what I was thinking about. I can't find it. I don't know. I guess it was a while ago. I don't remember exactly. Okay, I tried going one more row. That's it. If you can't find it, okay, I give up. Nope, can't find it. <laughs> okay, so, but I, I found one about got playing cards. So maybe if you put, let's see if I put playing cards Oh, maybe she couldn't find the right word. Maybe it was playing. P-L-Y. P-L-A-Y-I-N-G. Let's just put playing in the search field and see what we get. Yep, there it is. Got playing cards. Okay. I guess that's an easy way to find it. Um, what else? What's another question you guys are wondering about? Let's see. What's on your minds today? Um, da- Dana Boswell asks, I ordered more Scotch Create glue sticks from Amazon and I res- received... Scotch permanent glue sticks, a package with plaid decor on the tube. Do you know if the Create ones are available anymore? Hmm. I know that on my, if it doesn't look like the same label, either they changed the label or maybe it's not the right product and you can probably return it if it's not the right product. Um, although my, my actual Scotch Create glue stick does say permanent glue stick on it. I'm trying to think, is there something plaid on it? Let me look at my Amazon page. I can probably find it there fast. So if I just Google Amazon paper, I'm lazy too, outpost. I think I can find my Amazon shop. (laughs) Amazon paper outpost, let's see what we get. Yep, there it is. Okay. All right, going in here, going into favorite tools and supplies. There it says. Okay, it says scotch glue stick, acid-free, and photo safe. That's what it says. Um, That's the one particular one that is listed here. Um, There's, I don't see anything plaid on it, so it might be a different one. Could be a different one, but here's, here this, this, um, sometimes they offer alternative items that are similar. Maybe, I'm sure there's more than one seller that, uh, Uses, um, and I think that's for a four pack. Let me look at that for sure. I think it's like nine ninety something for a four pack. What's it? Nine fifty three, pack of four. Yeah. So you get, I guess they're what almost two fifty. is I bought like just about ten bucks, so two fifty each. It's I guess expensive for a glue stick, but it's really good glue. I think. Um, I think it's much stronger. And it's photo safe and it bonds to paper and fabric. It actually says that on the packaging. Look at that, because I knew lightweight adherence from paper to fabric, it would do. I never read it on the label, but there it is. It's on the label. Yeah, that usually goes in the bin, right, with all like manuals and stuff like that. Never going to read a manual. It's never not going to happen for this girl. Um, Okay, let's see. That was kind of cool. hmm so the same lady wrote later she said by the way I called scotch 3m and the man said both sticks come up under the same numbers so he concluded that they are the same product Uh, one is geared towards home office and one towards crafting oh so there you go who knew Um, that's interesting well well, that's what the guy from 3m said Latir Hernandez said, what about making some sunny mugs and shirts? Oh, that would be cute. i you know, I, sunny. Do you want a mug or a shirt with your mug on it? Yeah, I, I, he's, he's, he's asleep. <laughs> we'll see. That might be a fun idea. I'll play with that. That would be cute. Um, Dragons, Dragon Dazed Shadow Wings asked, do you have a video showing how you use a bundle? I'm thinking they're probably thinking fundle with an F. And um, if, like, how you would actually incorporate the different items. A lot of times, if you go into my um, junk journal, okay, uh, junk journal construction, spine signatures, it's a playlist. And that's how I make junk journals and I do the basic construction. And anytime you see me decorating a journal, you're, I'm probably gonna be using pieces and parts from a fundal because I used to make my own fundals in the beginning, and that's how I would sit down and decorate a junk journal. I would just bring this mass of unique collections of different papery items together. So I would go around and individually pull out one sheet here, one book page there, one sticker here, one stamp there and just put everything in this giant pile and then I would pull from that pile to make the junk journal. And um, But what I found was, eventually I, I thought to myself, instead of pulling one, maybe I should pull ten. So I would make ten fondles for myself so I would have these ready grab-and-go packs that I could use. And then I thought, I wonder if, I, if anybody else would be interested in having these. So that's when I started making them. Uh, mass for other people and then lo and behold you guys like them so um it that's how the fundal was born okay there you go all right yep okay so i I, yeah i I guess there's lots of videos showing how how i use them um i just pull from these these um, creations of collections monica bird asks I love how you incorporate different things in your journals. What is the strangest thing that you have used in your journal? I've had some pretty strange things. I would say the strangest things probably related to funerary rites um, and probably some old antique ledger from like a, a company. They did funerals and they would write the lists on this antique ledger of what, like how much the embalming was, how much the candles were, the body drape, the the we you know I mean whatever it was um, it was just very unusual and and strange to read. Um, also, probably some memento moray style old black and white photos that I came across, where people would honor the dead by taking um, pictures of them in lifelike situations. This was very commonly done back in the Victorian times, and. Um, uh, so those were unusual to come across and you never know what you're going to come across um came across some it's probably like 18 karat gold leaf coated postage stamps um what else I come across Um, just very interesting things Uh, um there's just just so many different ways to do that use the different things that you come across um there's been some Unusual advertisements from back in the day that were quite unique, Uh, just oddities. Uh, A lot of interesting things in magazines. Um, Yeah, there's been a lot of fun things along the way. Brochures to plays from years and years ago. Um, Old photographs have been very, very interesting for me. I love black and white photos. And um, they just really tell the story of another time. So, yeah, those are some of the things. I'll try and think of more specific things. I used to, uh, when I'm going through my my fundalage up there, I'll pull out unique items that kind of strike my eye. And I thought, oh, maybe I'll just show these things individually so you can get a a grasp on the unique things you might find in a fundal. So there you go. Oh, that reminds me, by the way, I have a fundal special going on right now. I almost forgot. In May of 2023, you automatically get, without a code or a coupon, um, if you purchase a fundal. In my Etsy shop a triple bonus added to it automatically and this triple bonus will be a page from a book that's dated from 1627 that makes it 396 years old which is pretty amazing plus a Victorian card and a vintage ticket so those will be automatically added to your goodie pile So there you go, folks. I hope you had fun today. I'll be answering more of your questions and talking about all sorts of related topics to junk journaling, life of a crafter, and answering your crafty questions and goofy things like that. So have fun. Enjoy yourself. Have lots of playtime. And remember, fun is a vitamin. Take care. Bye-bye.